first day of August. I don't know why this always seems to me to be the second half of the year, because I know that mathematically speaking, that's July 1st, right? right? Mm-hmm. But you know, it, when you get to August 1st and school's almost back in session and you're kind of focused on fall, even though uh, it's not here yet. There's so much to get excited like about yeah. this time of the year. Is it football for you, Sam? Uh, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to... Training camps are underway. We're yes. a month away from real stuff. I look forward to, um, honestly, the family times that are coming. You know, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Just going to yeah. put it out there. Seriously, all of that. I'm looking I'm forward for to it. the homework. Yay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not your homework to do. No, I know. But you just have to be on patrol for it, man. I got to remember math again and science and everything else. You got the Google. Hey, uh, by good. the way, you know, we didn't realize this until yesterday. I don't know how this was the best kept secret in town. Oh, yeah. While we were you know, celebrating my birthday yesterday, we found out producer Bailey's birthday. Was you and I share yesterday. the same day. Mm-hmm. You guys also that? share Harry Potter's birthday. Yes. Hope it was a good day. I think Bailey's more introverted about that sort of thing. Because Late whenever back. he did walk in yesterday, um, a little bit later than we come in, he walked in and, and I was like, hey, Bailey, what's going on today? You know, waiting for him. And he was a little uncomfortable, like, uh, Probably because you were talking to him like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what made him comfortable. Anyway, yeah. So, um, what's on your face, Sam? It's a scratch. Got this overnight. Picked it up from uh, my lovely cat, Abu. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me you cut your fe- yourself shaving. Right, wait, wait, mm-hmm. I don't see a scratch. It's uh, right there. Is that the cat oh, that also <clears throat> disgraced your bed while you were on vacation? No, it's oh. the other cat. Abu has this tendency to wake up around three or four and want to go out, which, mm-hmm. you know, during the week when I'm going to work, that's fine because mm-hmm. I'm getting up anyway. But on the weekends, he does it as well. But this this one last night, you know, I'm... He, I, I was chasing him to put him out because he wouldn't just go out. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so when I picked him up and I was like, hey, hey, patting him, making him think everything's okay, Ouch. he turned and gave me a whack. Cats do that. Really? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. if they're not in the mood for whatever you're offering, yeah. they laugh. I mean, See, he, he meows because he wants to go out and you open the door and he, he gives it that, nah. <laughs> so that's why I grab him and I was like, no, you're going. Nothing against anybody that has cats, but that's not for me. That's my problem with them right now. The swiping, the whole thing, I just, I can't deal with that. Yeah. You know? Have you seen them with cucumbers, though? (laughs) Have you given that a chance? Yeah. They think it's another animal, don't they? (laughs) They do. Okay. Um, Coming up today, we'll let you know what's new, because it is a new day of the month, on all the streaming services, all Mm -hmm. the good stuff to watch. Okay? That's on the way. Also, um, in your first Hollywood Outsider of the morning... Learning what is America's favorite book. There's a series that's going to be dedicated to it. So excite, excitement for big readers. That's next. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. PBS is creating a show that is going to is set out to find America's best loved book. Something in one whoa. book. Right. That's hard. How are you going to do that? I don't is know. It fiction or nonfiction or both? Everything that I've been able to check out is... It's going to be fiction. Okay. I'm and does that go Sorry, back Murphy. Forever, because it's like it's going to be Mark Twain or something. I know those are those are the million questions coming to my mind too. But PBS putting it together, I trust that that Excuse it will be great. Tom Sawyer. Um, great American Read is what they're saying. The show's title will be. Okay. Uh, look for a spring premiere. They're going to do a two-hour kickoff show that will feature celebrities and regular people talking about and sharing their favorite books and why they love these books. So why would people want to watch it? Because I want to know about your favorite books and I love recommendations. You know, if somebody's going to go gaga over something for 10 minutes that they've loved and read more than once, I want to know that. Yeah. Especially want to know one that you couldn't get rid of. I have a couple of books on the shelf that I'll never let leave my shelf. 
just because I need it. And it's got to be an much. American book because it's like Harry Potter. That that's out. I think that is out. Although if what it's you American, mean for, their, for their criteria, it has to be. I don't know like. the criteria yet. I'm just telling you, PBS is uh, in in development of this project, and it sounds kind of exciting and right up their alley. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I agree. Okay, so look for it. The Great American Read is the tentative title. Um, coming out of Hollywood yesterday, of course, we had the sad news of the death of Sam Shepard. Uh, you immediately, Sam, went to, he was in The he Right Stuff. He was in The Right Stuff. He played Chuck Yeager in The Right Stuff. He's, He's one of those Pulitzer guys. He's a prize-winning author. Right. And most recently, Playwright. we all saw him in the Netflix original series Bloodline, where he played the dad of this super crazy family. Yeah. He's an old hippie, you know. But I think he's very much present in the family, and like a lot of fathers, he's wanting to see himself in his children. Mm. You know, and he that's him describing the role the that role. he played as the yeah. father. Lifelong career. He's one of those actors that he was just always, he's always been there working. Yeah. And I didn't realize me. that he had been ill and battling ALS. ALS, yeah. He when, passed away, um, what was announced yesterday, he was 73 years old. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. All right, on to something more positive. I think my youngest daughter, Phoebe, Sam, would be really mm-hmm. proud because she's all about life hacks and DIY. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> really funny. So I found one. I'm chronically missing garbage pickup yeah. for my own fault, and I found a way to make sure that it's, I never miss it now, period. I had a moment of brilliance. You can steal this idea, Sam, if you want to. Okay. Or maybe, dun, 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 dun. Actually, maybe you're more organized than me and you won't have to. But All for right. those who forget the things that are totally <laughs> commonplace, like me, namely garbage pickup, the day it of the week. drives me crazy when I forget garbage pickup because I can talk about it earlier in the day. I'd even put all the recyclables together much earlier in the day and, you know, knowing that I was going to put all the garbage out. Well, you know, this morning before I came in and our garbage comes really early. So I usually hear it. And when I heard it this morning, I'm like, I forgot to put the garbage out. After you prepped it. And so I ran out to see where the garbage truck was. I'm like, what were you wearing? Well, I mean, I was okay. I was Nothing. Dressed. I'm checking because well, you know that when I re- realize stuff like that, sometimes I'm not in a state to handle it. Well, what's funny about that is the, the round two of it, I almost did go outside right. in a state of undress. Well, not completely. Yeah. I, I ran out and I rolled the garbage can out and I'm like, you know what? I'll just take my chances. It looks like he's already come down this side of the street, but I realized he... He goes, I say he, he or she, yeah. goes down one side of the street through the neighborhood and Boom. then comes back up the other side. Right. The garbage cans across the street weren't touched. So I ran back inside after I rolled the can out, and I'm about to hop in the shower, and I'm like, wait, I can take the garbage can across the street <laughs> and then have it get picked up. And so um, so Yay. I did put my clothes back on. I even asked, like, will I make it in time to do this or not? So I put my clothes back on, ran outside. <laughs> dragged the garbage can across the street into the neighbor's yard yeah, and waited. And so sure enough, right before I came in, the garbage truck had made his pass and he picked up the garbage. Now, they don't so have exciting. a problem because the neighbor has two cans all of a sudden. <laughs> Nobody asked. So okay. I guess there was no problem. And that's kind of how but, I used to catch the bus out in the country. You know, I lived in a neighborhood that was like you pull in and the bus driver goes around a circle and comes back out. And if you missed her on the first shot around, you had a chance to catch her. You're in, lucky. In front of your house, just across the street in front of your house. And I did that many mornings. 
Good for you. She was fast out there well, too. You know, and look, I wouldn't have done this if I if, if we didn't know our neighbors as well as we do. I probably wouldn't have done that. Yeah. But it just it could occur to me. Okay, at least I've got a backup plan. What I don't want that to become is my excuse though for not putting the garbage out. Uh, right. Just put it across the street. Now you know you've got that. <laughs> so seriously, what were you wearing? Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. It's a new day of the month, anyway, Sam. So. What you can get streaming new on all your streaming services Mm -hmm. today. Coming up next hour, a little piece of sound advice for you. If you're ever going to be in a home video or taking a home video, Mm -hmm. what never to do so you're not embarrassed when you watch it years later. Yeah, with family. That's next hour. Okay, you guys ready? It's the first of the month. It's time to let you know what's new for you to binge and stream and... You love this, right? You love this time of the month, Sam, to check Netflix, yeah, check Hulu. Well, like last Fun. month, they put Rogue One on on uh, Netflix, and it was like, yeah, oh. I didn't really like it when I went and saw it in the theaters, but I gave it another shot. It, uh, it grew on me. I can't believe you just said that. Isn't that a big deal, Rogue One? Nah, not to me. Oh, oh okay. Excuse me. All right, we'll let you know this. On Netflix today, as of today, all the Matrix movies. Do you believe in fate, Neil? No. Why not? Because I don't like the idea that I'm not in control of my life. Boom. Never the watched Matrix, any of these. The Matrix Reloaded and The Matrix Revolution. You haven't okay. seen any of those? No. Man. You Are just, they good? You, you got to watch at least the first one. That's what I keep hearing. It's yeah. one of those things I just missed and never went back to. Yeah. So I guess I could now. Mm-hmm. Um, available today on Hulu. Here's a classic. I'm sorry, but it still shakes me up from 1991, Silence of the Lambs. Dr. Lecter, my name is Clarice Starling. Can I speak with you? You're one of Jack Crawford's, son. I am, yes. May I see your credentials? Mm. Certainly. Closer, please. Closer. Uh, our Taylor loves this sort of suspense, and I'm wondering if I should let her see this. Mm. All right, it's still too early for she's Silence of the Lambs. She's almost 16 years old. No, no. I still think she's still too young I mean, for that. There's suspense, and then there's gruesome. Yeah, you could take I, I it. Hear you, you, but you could take six cents. She could probably do. Yeah, okay. It's a little okay. rough at the beginning, but you know. You're right. You're right. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, we've also got some other stuff. This is big from Amazon. To me, this movie will always mean a lot. Ghost. What's the matter? Seems like uh, whenever anything good in my life happens, I'm just afraid I'm going to lose it. Patrick Swayze's a ghost. I wonder if he really is today. I wonder if he really is now. Moving pennies across doors everywhere. We also have on iTunes available this month, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume A 2. Hope you're ready. It'll be here any minute. Isn't that cool? A lot of new stuff. So um, just check it out on your services. Today's the day. A lot of good stuff. New stuff will drop. Coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sam, there was something that is now missing from our house now that my birthday has come and gone. Okay. That's next. Uh, something kind of cool happened over the weekend that I completely forgot. We for- forgot to tell you about, Sam. Hmm. Um, maybe because, you know, Murphy's birth- birthday just kind of took over yesterday, as it should have. And Bailey, producer Bailey's birthday also. We yeah. now know you guys he share and a birthday. I share the same birthday. Okay. And so next year we'll have to get a, a cake, a double cake or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So on Saturday morning, a double I cake. had the option. <laughs> double the candle. Well, this no. is funny. I guess we should ask Bailey what kind of cake he likes. I so just meant. If you slice over here, you're going to get chocolate. If you slice I, over here, you're going to get carrot I just meant to put cake. both your names on it. Because I brought a cake to work that said, happy birthday, Murphy. Yeah. And there was no Bailey on it. Don't you feel embarrassed now? I didn't know. I know. I didn't. He didn't. He was, you know. He didn't let us know. He didn't know. tell us. Okay. So anyway, I feel like when I got home after after having get this happening, I said, 
Happy birthday, baby. Our foster dog, Sadie, got adopted oh, this weekend. And yeah. I had had her for, we had had her for, what, six weeks or Since something April. like that? Yeah, a yeah, long the time. Girls, the girls knew that one. This is a, this was the longest foster we've had, 12 weeks. Is it really? I think so, yeah. Huh. I thought it was shorter than that. Anyway, I, it's always so exciting to me when that happens. And I had big, we had begun to think that she was going to be harder to adopt out than right. almost any other foster we'd had. Because she was super excitable anytime something new would happen. Mm-hmm. You walk inside from outside, way excited, jumping straight up into the air. Getting out of the crate, straight up into the air. Somebody else walked into the room, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything new that was a change, it was odd. She got yeah. overly excited about mm-hmm. it. So on Saturday morning, I brought her to one of the off-site adoption events in hopes that, you know, maybe somebody would come along who thought, because she's really beautiful. She was a boxer mix. Full of love. I mean, there's really more pluses to her, but her energy was high, high, high. Mm-hmm. And it takes a special kind of family to want a, a, a dog like that that has high energy that needs exercise every day. How would you like it if your dog needed serious exercise no. every day, mm-hmm. Sam? You know me. No. Right, right. Yeah. And your dog's more chill. Yeah. And so anyway, this young couple came along. They loved her. I tried not to be too overly excited about it. I'm like, please take her walk. We get to know her. Come ask me any questions. And they're active. They run. They hike. They intend to run her every morning. And they adopted her. Oh, good. And so I came home and said, happy birthday. Guess what? And you know, it's weird about this. This is what happens every time. Then I was kind of missing You're her. Sad. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The girls, too. Yeah, because she really improved a lot. Yeah. She had come a so long way. At least she's got a happy home. And that's what it is. And that's yes. why Jody does it. And so, yes. So it's time to get another one. We're taking a two-week breather, but yes. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Get a little good news for Justin Bieber this week. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Justin Bieber's dad has rolled back into his life. Don't you give up? Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, it's funny because uh, last week when all the stuff was going on, in fact, I almost thought to ask. I thought I think it was over the weekend. Uh, I saw that this the, the guy that's the preacher. They had preacher at this sh- this church he's going to. Is, right, has become he, like a father. He's figure become to like him. a father, and they had a million pictures of those two together. Right, so and that like, was okay, kind of so a story. Where's his dad, dad. Right, his dad, um, Jeremy Bieber, has not been very involved lately. But think about, I guess, how hard that would be to be involved with someone who's on a world tour, who's in a different city every three or four days, and no one knows exactly why. But Jeremy is back in Justin's life and determined to reconnect with his child. But he's also brought um, Justin's younger brother, Jackson, along, too. So a little family bonding. Some of the other stuff I saw, too, it said that he was estranged from his mother now, which I always thought they were close. They were close. That that, That bothers me to hear that. That bothers me to hear that in any situation. And I don't know if it's because he's got a manager and all his Look, people around him that keep mom away. In or any situation. Of course, yeah. you know, you never know the situation, but it's like you, you only mean, get one mom. Yeah, and starting out, it was like those two were the ones that did it together. I know. Like, mm. was it on YouTube that she would post his videos? Oh, yeah. And that's Playing how Justin Bieber was dis- discovered. Anyway, I think that's good news for him, reconnecting with family, reconnecting with his actual father. So, um, you know, fingers crossed for Justin Bieber, especially if you're a fan who was holding a ticket and now you don't know what to do. <laughs> I want uh, move to souvenir. The, move to the Clooney's. We told you yesterday that George and Amal Clooney are suing an Italian... Um, you know, magazine Mm -hmm. for climbing the walls, scaling the fences at their villa in Italy. And 
leaning in and taking pictures of their infant twins and then inside the house and publishing them. Of course, you're going to get sued. Remember, she's a human rights attorney. Um, Other good news from the Clooney's today. Yeah, they're still going to go forward and do that. But they the the Clooney Foundation for Justice is partnered with UNICEF to open seven public schools for Syrian refugee children in Lebanon. Mm. They're throwing big money at this, like a couple of million. Mm -hmm. And remember, she was born in Lebanon. Really a power couple doing something very Mm -hmm. powerful. All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55, Hollywood loses Sam Shepard. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I know it's still summer, but isn't Mm -hmm. it the end of summer? Could you watch a Christmas movie right now? We're watching one. Tell you about it on the way. Hey, coming up later this hour, we're going to save you a little embarrassment with your home movies. I hope, anyway. <laughs> Lesson learned the hard way. Coming up later. Um, I did something the other night with the girl, the other afternoon with our girls that was, that was so fun and unexpected. I'm walking through the living room and they're watching a Christmas movie. Hmm. Yeah. In the middle of the summer. Yes, and it was a favorite of ours, and that is um, the Jim Carrey version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. How dare you enter! The Grinch's lair! The impudence! The audacity! He is so fabulous as the Grinch. You could watch that with the mute button on. It would be hilarious. What made them decide to watch that? It was on Netflix, and they saw it, and they love that movie. They they love it, and they've seen it every Christmas. And I know you're not about it, Sam. No. You know, I don't understand why you don't think it's great, because it's great. It's a Ron Howard movie. get that one, no. Anthony Hopkins is the narrator yeah. of this movie and everything rhymes it's just funny and lovely to me Jim Carrey was made to do that he's hysterical with his Grinch fingers and his Grinch clothing it's a great it really is a great movie my favorites are still going to be Elf and Elf. Christmas Vacation Ooh, but you know that's why I bring it up because I think they want to watch Elf now I jokingly <laughs> said we need to watch Elf now like why not in the middle of the year why not and take a bite of something that we love. Why wait? Huh. We're going to watch some Christmas movies. <laughs> you know, other than Love Actually, I've never watched a Christmas movie at a diff- at another time of the year. Except for Love Actually. To know how it mentally is like, is, is Elf going to be it's as, refreshing. Fun, as funny right now? I or? think so. Peter mm-hmm. Dinklage yeah. is an elf. Yeah. And he's a Game of Thrones person. So I remember nice. going to a meeting one time where they were running the black and white version of... Um, it's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Oh, really? And this was in the middle of summer, but they were doing that on purpose to try to set a tone right. you know, of giving and all that kind of stuff. Why so, not? Yeah, I guess it stands out because it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. I think it's cool. And I just want you to know, Murphy, to be prepared for it because they want to watch Elf again together as a family, and I'm all for it. Okay. Or Christmas Vacation. Sparky. I could totally, totally do hey, that. Hey, don't forget Bad Santa. Yeah, I think that's one. Of, uh, that's new on one of the streaming services. That's yeah. yours, Sam. Yeah. We'll be skipping that one. Coming up, Sam has music news. You're not going to believe who Lady A, Lady Annabellum, is recording a new song for. Okay. Uh, what's up? Producer David's got his hand up. Next. Oh, yeah. i got to tell you about this event I went to this past weekend where hundreds of people were dancing with no music. Oh. What? It's called a silent disco. <laughs> that's next. So if you're ready for something new and binge-worthy, uh, in case you missed it earlier, Jody has uh, all the new streaming you know, releases, Netflix, Hulu, and all that kind of stuff at murphysamandjody.com. So much. You can literally have anything you want on any 
you know, service anytime. It's crazy. Over and over. It's true. Okay, Producer David, you went to a silent disco? Yes, I did. What is this? I've been wanting to do this for so long. Like, my friends have done it before, and I've just, it's it's really a cool idea. So, basically, we went out in the city for my friend's birthday, and where we, we went to a silent disco, and you get there, you get your tickets, and they hand you all these headphones. Okay. There's no music. You just, everyone has their headphones on, and you can choose what song you want to listen to. There's different channels. And oh so, wait! So and, everybody's listening to different stuff. Uh huh. And it's what? so weird because you're looking around and you can see like if there's like a really uh, hype song, someone's getting really excited and they're dancing, and then you see someone behind them like very chilled out, swaying, like just grooving. And so if you don't like the song, next. And so it's fun because you look around, and see people singing or moving their lips, and you're trying to figure out if you're on the same song with them. It was Crazy. one of the strangest so, experiences because. How does that work though? Is everybody on the dance floor at the same uh-huh. time? Or- Everyone really? just dance on the dance floor. And the funniest part is when I went to go get a drink at the bar, I take my headset off and everyone just looks ridiculous because it's quiet. <laughs> and then you got people who are singing to themselves, thinking like no one can hear them. And I'm like, right, these the bartenders either find this really annoying or just hilarious because people are just randomly, woo! Just well, singing. I guess people don't have to scream at them their order. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. That, that's true. You know, that's a reality in most clubs or whatever because you can't hear anything. Mm-hmm. So is it all disco type music or do you have like some country music mixed it's, in there? Yeah, all anything? the ch- channels are so different. It's all type of, any type of variety. So anyone, huh. anyone can enjoy any type of music. That's so strange. What kind of headphones? But so, are like buds or headphones? No, they're like the, you know, the big cover your ears type, yeah like gigantic headphones that is so uh, strange it is and to me you'd kind of have to loosen up a little bit before you're comfortable Dude. getting on the dance floor with headphones on not knowing what everybody else is listening yeah to. <laughs> i guess i would have to try it to see what did you listen to huh i just i kept switching through there's a lot of rihanna i had playing yeah a rihanna a britney <laughs> yes of course of course i had to find the britney station in the club you gotta listen to britney <laughs> So did everybody get out there all at once, or did you have like one or two at a time first to kind of break the... How does that work? It's Because I would feel awkward doing it. Yeah, I know, but I get that. It's like... I'm sure sometimes there's a lot of people, and sometimes there's not. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I'll be honest. We were the first ones to show up because I was that excited, but we were also the last to leave. (laughs) There you go. Leadership. Coming up, Sam has music news. Lady Annabellum is uh, coming out with a brand new song for a special person who lives in a pineapple under the sea. Oh, yay. Sam's got music news. Did you know that there is a musical that is going to be coming out for SpongeBob SquarePants? Are y'all ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! No, like on Broadway? I'm talking Broadway musical. Opening up December the 4th. It'll do well. Yeah, and in addition to the SpongeBob, obviously, theme song, they're going to have a bunch of different artists who are recording uh, special songs for the musical. One of the big names, of course, is uh, Lady Antebellum. Wow. They'll have fun with that. Yeah. Most people feel them as a serious act, which they are. They're real musicians. They're crazy good, but they like to cut up. Yeah, they do. So uh, Their song is called Chop to the Top. Don't know what it's about, but uh, Sarah Bareilles is doing a song for this. Cindy Lauper, John Legend. Mm. They're even using a song from the late David Bowie in this musical as nice. well. Steven Tyler from Aerosmith is doing a song for so it. So it's all original stuff. It's not like yeah. from the soundtrack or anything like that, because they do have a couple of SpongeBob soundtracks. They yeah. have a couple it's of all nice good new music. music. So look for that December the 4th. Have to let you know how that turns out, because that okay. does seem a little different for a Broadway music. But musical. you know what? It's going to sell out, and it appeals to kids and adults, so mm-hmm. why not? Boom. Uh, Justin Bieber is, uh, well, last week was Justin Bieber week, but he's still talking this week. My mama don't like you, and she likes everyone. What do you mean it was Justin Bieber week? Well, you know, he quit the tour. He got he got. He in plowed into a photographer where, with right. his truck. 
And uh, he does say that, hey, he wants his fans to know that uh, he will be back recording new music. Not right now. Once he takes a little bit of a break. And as far as touring goes, um, he says, yes, he will be back on tour once he takes a breather. It just won't be one of these like the uh, Purpose World Tour, which is two years straight. Yeah, two years straight. So he's basically, give me a break and we'll be back. Don't worry. I'm not going away for good. You know, ticket buyers will be a little bit hesitant. Yeah. You know? How late in the tour you buy tickets? It's just—it's just a fact, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't you hope he can pull out of some of this stuff? Yes. Oh yeah. Turn it around. I think he will. I think he just really needed a break here. I mean, and like all the other artists, like John Mayer, who chimed in, were saying, maybe you saved your own life. Yeah, yeah. It's better you take a break now instead of doing something stupid, you know, in a couple of months when you can't take it anymore. Right. I uh, and a quickie for you here: MTV is rebooting Total Request Live (TRL). Yes. They're, I knew they're, it. they're building a whole new studio down in Times Square. They're going to have five hosts, no Carson Daly. They're going to mm-hmm. have He's concerts too busy. in and out of the studio, too. Producer I'm so Dave. excited about that. I was on. I was an audience member on the last season of TRL. Oh, my gosh. Really Who was there, David, when you yeah. were oh, on? Um, it was Patrick Dempsey and Amy Adams for that movie Enchanted. Jordan Sparks oh. just won. And Hayden Christensen from the Star Wars. The wow. newest right. one of the Star Wars. Ooh, that's, that's a brush with greatness right there. A lot of it. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. Right, coming up next, what I wish Murphy would stop videotaping at home or videoing at home and why. <laughs> that's next. The other night while Murphy's family was over for his birthday, we're just hanging out. Murphy breaks out some old home movies that we have not even seen since the girls were little, which, wow, that makes my heart swell up. I know I've done that because a lot of our nephews and nieces were in it also. Right. And they're all growing up so fast. And there was, you know, just stuff that nobody in the family had seen. It's 12 years ago. Just so you and know. so Murphy starts running this stuff, and I it's so beautiful to see our Our kids are six, almost 16 and 12 now, and it's been a long time since I've actually seen any footage of them as well, babies. And then seeing and then hearing the little uh, voices. Baby, hey, who's that? Mama. That's Mama. Who's that? Katie. Who's that? Dada. Who's that? Bebe. Bebe, that's right. Very good. Oh my gosh, this the sound of that. I could listen to that all day. Can I put that on my phone as my ringer? I mean, I could sure. listen to that all day. Well, get However, <laughs> one of just, us could put it on your phone for it you. It just <laughs> goes on and on and on like videos I have never seen. Mm-hmm. And then Murphy tells everybody sitting there, "Oh, I've never even I haven't even watched all of these yet. I don't know what's on here." And I'm realizing, Murphy, you live with him. You know, he's sometimes rolling video. You don't even know he's rolling video. Oh, yeah. And I'm so where I see myself. It's mostly of the kids, and they're on the floor playing and crawling. And I see myself walk across and just my legs. And I'm thinking, please let me have a lot of clothes on. Please let me be, you know, not yeah. thinking, not realizing that the camera's on. I don't know what video you shot. Yeah, but shot. anytime I have ever shot family videos, I've been very cautious about that sort of thing. I was please. so nervous. Because he always inserts those little black rectangle bars, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Did you realize I was about to start sweating that? Because you at one point told your dad, I haven't even watched these yet. And I'm thinking, oh, No, I didn't think about that because I, I trust what I shoot, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, because when, yeah. when you're shooting videos and not paying attention to me and I'm cleaning the kitchen, I don't know what I've got on or what. Yeah, but I don't, I didn't that's what know. I'm saying. I'm very cautious about how I shoot video like that, you know? I, I hope I, so because I'm, I'm actually it was more, fine. I'm more cautious the way that I shoot video than Jody is around an open window. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. But also at one point during one of the videos, I'm on the phone with my mother yeah. talking about all kinds of stuff. I'm thinking, oh gosh, please don't let me say anything here that would be weird. I guess I get what you're I saying. I mean, You I, know I, what I'm saying? I understand what you're let, saying. But let people know when you're rolling yeah. is yeah. all I'm and saying. Let me tell you 
school about Murphy's family. <laughs> anyway, seriously about the audio. If you have the audio of your and video of your children and you haven't seen it in a long time, it does the heart so good. Yes, it does. To hear it. It does. Coming up next, it's the producer's mailbag. Bailey, what do we have on the way? Uh, we got a retired major general Ooh. has some Ooh. recommendations for your kids' summer reading. Set awesome. up straight. Salute. We love hearing from you. In fact, jump in anytime. You can call or text 877-310-4MSJ or get us on Instagram or Facebook. It's time for the producer's mailbag. Bailey, what's in your bag today? We got something from James. He's a retired major general. And wow. He, oh, cool. Thank you for your idea. service, James. Oh, yeah. Do you still call them by their... You do. I always did. Everybody called my grandfather Colonel, you know, when he was a colonel in the army, even after he Colonel Sanders. (laughs) Okay. Thanks. I knew you you couldn't resist. (laughs) Different colonel. Oh. (laughs) Anyways, he had some ideas about what your kids should read over the summer trying to get that summer reading list out of the way. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Uh, We're we're at two weeks left. Yeah, we're running out of time. (laughs) For ours. He says books that are historical, that can help kids understand what happened, why it happened, and what started it, right. since most kids don't really know that these days, True. he says. True. Um, he also suggests reading about World War II pilots, like how the British had few qualified pilots, lots of planes were made out of wood because materials were short, Wow! and the government had furniture factories making planes. Like, all that kind of stuff is interesting. It wow. is. Oh. Yeah, he said they may like it. reading about gullwing fighters that made a screeching noise when diving, or the P fifty one that whistled. All that cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. so I would like to just sit down. And I need meet to sit him. down and talk to you, man. <laughs> yeah. You need to call. I uh, come and, over. And, and our youngest daughter Phoebe is the one that is more interested in history. Taylor is not so much into that, but I agree with you. I mean, and there are so many lessons obviously to learn from history. Some great lessons, some painful lessons, and all that. Yeah, but it does broaden perspective. I think, and Phoebe has actually has ditched her fiction book. She's procrastinating that one, and she's reading a, a, the, a historical book about World War II, actually, mm. is what she is reading. It's really? a Holocaust book. Wow. Mm. And that's what she wants to read, though, because she's fascinated that this happened, you know, yep. all these things that really happened. I right. think that really captures her imagination so much more than the Gregor fantasy book she has to read, which she's not happy about. <laughs> so thank you so much for that recommendation. We love hearing from you. Now, what is the official title, he said? He's a retired major general. Oh, major general. Major yeah. general. Man, I feel so important now. Thank you for um, reaching us. Facebook.com or reach us at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. There's a new show coming that wants to know all about your favorite books, and okay. Hollywood loses a legend. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. PBS is creating a show that is going to is set out to find America's best loved book. Something in one Whoa, book. right. That's hard. How are you going to do that? I and don't is know. It fiction or nonfiction or both? everything that I've been able to check out is it's going to be fiction okay I'm assuming. And does that go sorry back murphy forever because it's like it's going to be mark twain or something i know those like. are those are the million questions coming to my mind too but pbs putting it together i trust that that Excuse it would be great tom sawyer um great american read is what they're saying the show's title will be okay uh look for a spring premiere they're going to do a two-hour kickoff show that will feature celebrities and regular people talking about and sharing their favorite books and why they love these books so why would people want to watch it because i want to know about your favorite books and i love recommendations you know, if somebody's going to go gaga over something for 10 minutes that they've loved and read more than once. I want to know that. Yeah. Especially want to know one that you couldn't get rid of. I have a couple of books on the shelf that I'll never let leave my shelf. 
just because I need it. And it's got to be an much. American book because it's like Harry Potter. That that's out. I think that is out. Although if what it's you American, mean for, their, for their criteria, it has to be. I don't know like. the criteria yet. I'm just telling you, PBS is uh, in in development of this project, and it sounds kind of exciting and right up their alley. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I agree. Okay, so look for it. The Great American Read is the tentative title. Um, coming out of Hollywood yesterday, of course, we had the sad news of the death of Sam Shepard. Uh, you immediately, Sam, went to, he was in The he Right Stuff. He was in The Right Stuff. He played Chuck Yeager in The Right Stuff. He's, He's one of those Pulitzer guys. Prize winning author. Right. And most recently, Playwright. we all saw him in the Netflix original series Bloodline, where he played the dad of this super crazy family. Yeah. He's an old hippie, you know. But I think he's very much present in the family, and like a lot of fathers, he's wanting to see himself in his children. Mm. You know, and he that's him describing the role the that role. he played as the yeah. father. Lifelong career. He's one of those actors that he was just always, he's always been there working. Yeah. And I didn't realize me. that he had been ill and battling ALS. ALS, yeah. He mm. passed away... Um, what was announced yesterday, he was 73 years old. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. All right, on the way in your next Outsider at 8.30. Good news for Justin Bieber. He gets to reconnect with somebody that he probably needs right now. Never miss a thing. Uh, you can subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Catch everything on your schedule. We just make it convenient for you like that. And when you subscribe, you get something exclusive called After the Show. And we keep kind of going after things are done on the regular schedule here. So subscribe today. When you were a kid, did you ever um, put a note in a bottle and throw it somewhere in the water? I actually, this is probably, today's is going to sound environmentally unsound. I put a note in a Ziploc bag one time and threw it out in the water to float. That does sound environmentally unsound. Oh, that could go anywhere, being in a Ziploc bag. Yeah, I never did it. Um, Actually, what's funny and weird about it, I guess it's not funny, uh, about, I don't know, two days later, it came right back to me where I had put it in the ocean. Were you excited or bummed? I was kind of bummed. I didn't expect to find my own letter. (laughs) I wanted somebody overseas to find it, but it didn't work. This guy in Scotland and He's a, a recently widowed, so he decided Uh-oh. to oh, no. put a bunch of notes in bottles and throw them out. I mean, he threw, like, lots of them. What do you mean, no? Oh, like, hey, I'm here? Yeah, hey, the romantic Hey, one. baby. Yeah, you know, this is what happened. Write me back. Let's chat. Wait, now, was, was each a personal letter, or were they all just Xerox copies? They're, I would probably assume copies. probably Xerox, because he wasn't sending anybody <laughs> particular. Problem was, now, he got back about 50 responses from women who were interested in dating him. From but, the bottle? Yeah. Like he got a bottle back? Well, he put his information oh, oh, on there it. and they could okay. email him back. But got Murphy, it. he got a lot of what you were talking about, environmental. He, people were writing back to him, can't you come up with a different way of doing this? These people that are out, <laughs> you know, we're out picking up beaches and we're coming across your bottles. Or why don't Whoa. you go out and pick Ever up some of, of your, own, your own stuff off the beach and maybe you'll meet somebody there. Right. So he had Ever a lot of, of match.com. Wow. Yeah, he had a lot of the environmentalists upset that he was littering and <laughs> yeah. suggesting other ways for him to, to try to meet people. Well, I might gonna, be if, with them. I don't like litter. Well, if, at you're, all. if you're gonna put two hundred bottles out in the ocean to try to Yeah, I mean I get plus lot. isn't there that massive swirl of trash out in the Pacific? Ugh. You know what I'm all saying? Left over from the tsunami? No, no. It's just where the tides match up with each oh. other. All, all every bit of trash in the world kind of winds up floating out there eventually. Oh, they don't, uh. you've never heard it? You ought to. You should look that up. <laughs> it's crazy because you don't even know it's out there, and they don't know how to clean it up. 
I know you're laughing at me, Sam, but it's true. Discovery Channel. I have have put in my fair share of Nat Geo. Right, exactly. Okay. Well, I'm with the I'm with the critics on that. Find other ways. Online dating, probably a little more productive. Find other ways. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Hey, speaking of garbage, I have got the perfect trick in case you miss your pickup one morning and you want to ensure it gets picked up immediately. I might have figured this one out. Coming up next, though, it's a brand new month, so um, a lot of entertainment available on the streaming services. Mm -hmm. New stuff at your fingertips. New month, so new streaming stuff for you, Sam, and the world on all your services. Um, All my services. Well, all these these services. Netflix, Hulu, iTunes, Amazon, Mm -hmm. all that. There's almost, there's too much. There really actually is too much. I don't know. There's, you know, still fewer of those to choose from than channels, traditional channels, right? You know, it's weird, though, now that I'm watching Game of Thrones, like Sunday to Sunday on HBO, I'm actually making an appointment, waiting to watch something. You know, I had to miss a one little scene because I had to walk down the hall. Remember, do something with to talk, talk to Taylor, and it, it hurt me a little bit to miss it because I knew I couldn't. I, I was recording anyway. I was gonna say, yeah, don't you have a DVR? I yeah. did. I was recording. <laughs> okay, uh, new today, as of today, on iTunes. These are newer movies. The new Baywatch movies available. We're staring into the abyss here. It's up to us to uh, restore the Baywatch brand. Hey, One Direction, you here for the qualifiers? I'm Matt Brody. I don't have to try out. <laughs> so didn't this Zac Efron left the theater Dwayne. pretty quickly, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean it couldn't become a cult classic. Yeah. Yes, you're it, right. I think it came out at the beginning of summer, and here at the end of summer, it's already on. Yes. Also, the Freedom. one that's really good, and they said it was better than the first movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Hope you're ready. It'll be here any minute. Everybody who saw that said it was better, including you, Sam. I liked it more. Right. Have you shown your kids yet? Oh, yeah. You can do Okay. So you, you guys all watched it together. We haven't done it yet with the kids. Yeah. Yet. They've not been as interested, but I definitely want to see the second Me too. One. Me too. Okay. Amazon's got a classic, and that's Patrick Swayze and Whoopi Goldberg and Demi Moore and Ghost. What's the matter? Ah. Oh. Seems like uh, whenever anything good in my life happens i'm just afraid i'm gonna lose it you'll just have to explain patrick swayze did yeah you'll just have to explain to the kids that in the late 80s that brought pottery back to the uh scene you know what i mean make your own and it got whoopi goldberg an oscar it did man she earned it too um hulu's got silence of the lambs dr Lecter, my name is clarice starling can i speak with you Mm. you're one of jack crawford's on classic you want to be scared That'll do it. And Netflix, you'll like this, Sam, Bad uh, Bad Santa, Netflix has got, and then all of the Matrix movies. Do you believe in fate? No. Why not? Because I don't like the idea that I'm not in control of my life. A lot of new stuff for you to check out. And new stuff comes out all month on all these services, of course, too. Get a link at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Got a little trick for you to try in case you miss your garbage pickup mm-hmm. the way that I did and unfortunately do regularly. That's next. I had a moment of brilliance. You can steal this idea, Sam, if you want to. Okay. Or maybe, dun, 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 dun. Actually, maybe you're more organized than me and you won't have to. But All for right. those who forget the things that are totally <laughs> commonplace, like me, namely garbage pickup, it drives me crazy when I forget garbage pickup because I can talk about it earlier in the day. I'd even put all the recyclables together much earlier in the day and, you know, knowing that I was going to put all the garbage out. Well, you know, this morning before I came in and our garbage comes really early. So I usually hear it. And when I heard it this morning, I'm like, 
I forgot to put the garbage out. After you prepped it. And so I ran out to see where the garbage truck was. And I'm like, eh. What were you wearing? Well, I mean, I was okay. I Nothing. was dressed. I'm checking because well, you know that when I re- realize stuff like that, sometimes I'm not in a state to handle it. Well, what's funny about that is the, the round two of it, I almost did go outside right. in a state of undress. Well, not completely. Yeah. Uh, I ran out and I rolled the garbage can out and I'm like, you know what? I'll just take my chances. It looks like he's already come down this side of the street, but I realized he... He goes, I say he, he or she, yeah. goes down one side of the street through the neighborhood and Boom. then comes back up the other side. Right. The garbage cans across the street weren't touched. So I ran back inside after I rolled the can out and I'm about to hop in the shower. And I'm like, wait, I can take the garbage can across the street <laughs> and then have it get picked up. And so um, so Yay. I did put my clothes back on. I even asked, like, will I make it in time to do this or not? So I put my clothes back on, ran outside. <laughs> dragged the garbage can across the street into the neighbor's yard yeah, and waited. And so sure enough, right before I came in, the garbage truck had made his pass and he picked up the garbage. Now, they don't so have exciting. a problem because the neighbor has two cans all of a sudden. <laughs> not. Nobody asked, so okay. I guess there was no problem. Yeah, that's kind of how I used to catch the bus out in the country. You know, I lived in a neighborhood that was like you pull in and the bus driver goes around a circle and comes back out. And if you missed her on the first shot around, you had a chance to catch her. You're in, lucky. In front of your house, just across the street in front of your house. And I did that many mornings. Good for you. She was fast out there well, too. You know, and like I wouldn't have done this if I if, if we didn't know our neighbors as well as we do. I probably wouldn't have done that. Yeah. But it just it occurred to me. Okay, at least I've got a backup plan. What I don't want that to become is my excuse though for not putting the garbage out. Uh, you know? right. Just put it across the street. Now you know you've got that. So seriously, what were you wearing? Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Some good news for Justin Bieber. He may be getting some family support that he needs. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Right about the time Justin Bieber needs some par- parental love, he's getting a crazy week for him last week where he quit his pur- purpose tour, world mm-hmm. tour, and then he ran over a photographer with his truck, trying to get his life together. Uh, had spent some time with this new man in his life, this religious leader. But where's dad? Well, he has not been. Very close to Justin. Uh, But Jeremy Bieber is back in Justin's life, and they're spending some time together. He brought along um, younger brother Jackson also. I'm not sure about the relationship with his mom. He may be estranged from her right now, which is super sad. But that could also be what's making Justin feel completely ungrounded. And, you know, it's another good thing. Sounds like that he stopped work when he needed to. Mm -hmm. So Jeremy Bieber back in Justin's life, and that's... Super good for Justin, we can hope. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So earlier, Murphy, you were saying that out somewhere in the Pacific, there's a huge swirling mass of garbage. Well, yeah, when Sam was talking about the guy who sent out the couple hundred bottles, he was trying to look for... Messages in a bottle. Messages in a bottle to find... Looking for love, baby. Yeah, a mate instead of doing his online. So there are a lot of organizations that kind of jumped on him for that. And I brought up the the Pacific Garbage Vortex thing. That you, the two, I can't believe the two of you have never heard this before, but producer no. Bailey knows exactly what I'm talking okay, you about. You found it, it, Bailey? Yeah, it's its official name is called the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, but you can also call Patch. it the Pacific Trash Vortex. Yeah. 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 And it's a huge area. It, it's like 6,000 square miles. So, you know, that's how big this is yeah. of, of trash that's just that's collected so in, in, in currents over the year. And so it's in inter- international waters. And so nobody really. I guess you have multiple countries trying to figure out in organizations, how do you clean this thing up? And doesn't it just get bigger? That's my question. I would assume. Mm. But it is so far out there that apparently it's it's 
it's either cost prohibitive or almost physically impossible to clean this thing up and haul it. I mean, 6,000 square miles. What? How do you clean that up? You know what I mean? I don't know, but it needs to be cleaned up. I, I don't even know if I want to see this. And where do you put it once you clean it? I, know. I don't know. You're asking all the wonderful questions that no one seems to answer. <laughs> and it's been around. It was discovered about 35 years ago. That's yeah, how long. 1988. So, yeah, so it's been around. So wait. It's getting bigger, though. It's gotten bigger since 88, for sure. Yes. That's crazy. I need to see the satellite images. In the meantime, coming up next, your email answered in our producer's mailbag. Stick around for that, Bailey. Cool. The producer's mailbag. We love hearing from you, so jump in anytime on Facebook or Instagram. Bailey, what is in your bag today? So a couple of days ago, y'all were talking about that pyrex dish that got shattered right ah, yeah sam's see, pyrex see he, he he took it from the oven to the stove is that no what no i, I just, just cleaned it and i was trying it. to put it away it's pyrex uh, pie plate i dropped it on the ground oh that's right i got get that mixed up in my head yeah you thought that they were unbreakable versus right. tempered which means they don't break when they go from hot to cold and vice versa. Yeah. Okay. Well, so as much of a pain as it is to pick up all that glass, mm-hmm. Joanne had a recommendation as opposed to that duct tape that y'all recommended. That's Murphy's recommendation. <laughs> duct right. tape. Right. Duct tape I'm open the glass anything away. better. Yeah. Joanne says my mom always used a fresh slice of bread to pick up broken glass, and oh. she still uses that today. And apparently, it works every single time. Okay. How does that work? I have you no wipe idea. a piece of bread across and it picks it up. Mm. Mm. I, you know, I, that sounds like a kind of a DIY hack, which is a you know good idea, sort of an well, not not a wives' tale, but you know what I'm saying. You make do with what you've got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, duct tape is the same thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I would just be careful with the bread. I'd be worried about the shards going through the bread. But yeah. that's me. Yeah. But I, I understand how that would work because it's kind of like a sponge. It would just pick it up. It Shards and bread worries you for other reasons. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Ouch, ouch. Anyway, thank but you, Joanne. But that's a good suggestion. Thank it you. It is so cool. Love hearing from you. Jump in anytime on murphysamandjody.com. Thanks for listening while you work. And uh, today, after the show, be sure to subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast so that you enjoy that. That's the only way you can get what we call after the show. Mm-hmm. And um, so today, you know, Jody loves dog fostering, Sam. And I'm yep. going to give you the pros and cons list. This is according to Murphy <laughs> of, uh, you know, what you should know before you get into dog fostering yourself. The greatest if, rewarding uh, hobby ever. Ah, if it's something you would want to do. Mm-hmm. That's after the show today.